97.3 The Game. Chris said one, 97.3 The Game. This is 9 to Noon with John Coon. You know, I hope they don't have to go to John Coon either, but I'd sure like to see what he's capable of doing. And big sexy Brian Butch. You want to give all the love to the quarterback. I thought you said you were a fullback. Tap the guys on the PellaWI.com talk and text line at 414-799-1973. Tweet at CoonJ30 and at Brian underscore Butch. 9 to Noon is brought to you by Palermo's. When you want pizza, you want Palermo's. Made right here in Wisconsin for over 55 years. Palermo's delicious brands of frozen pizza include Primo Finn, Palermo's Neighborhood Pizzeria, Connie's, Urban Pie, and Screamin' Sicilian. Palermo's, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Welcome to 9 to Noon. She has a shaker. Welcome into 9 and Noon. No John Kuhn as he is in London, I think. Oh, I got I photos. Mean, last time, I, I, have last di- time I have digital he, evidence right now. Last time he <laughs> I was do. in Paris, which is in England. So I, I really don't know where Kuhn is, but so help me out here. Uh, he is at, we were texting before the show, and uh, I was trying to get him to come on the show today. Okay. And let's see here. John said... Um, I said, first of all, hey, buddy, hope you are having fun. The Nooners miss you. Any chance you can hop on the show for a quick hit? His response, Armin, was, I can't today at Westminster Abbey right now. Nice. And then have a pep rally for the game. I said, damn, man, have fun. So he sent a photo. Here it is. Oh, it's beautiful. Going into the front of Westminster Abbey. And Armin and I are convinced, Brian, that Kuhn uh, is the head of a tour guide. He's, he's the tour group. He's the tour guide. He's the guy that stands in front, right, Armin? He's yeah. got that. He's got that little suit on, and he's got that big button that says "guide." <laughs> yeah, now I know one thing. If you are a tour guide, and I knew this from my buddies in college that were campus tour guides, you got to perfect the art of walking backwards. You got to know how to walk backwards as everybody's walking towards you. Yes. All right, guys, and as you can see on the left, that was built the architecture in the late 17th century here, and that's part of the uh, Renaissance Revival period. And Do you ever think there's a chance that? that he just didn't want to jump on and talk to the Nooners? Now, what you guys don't know about <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds great. What? Do you just think that he's on a little mini vacation here what you guys that, on someone else's dime? Does anybody else get in that vibe? I do believe he has those duties. I just saw all those other guys on Twitter taking rides. You mean he's wearing the headset, the mic, and everything? Yeah, I, mean, well, I don't know about I mean, that. I don't know about a, that. I, mean, it's, I saw, let's see, okay, so some of the digital assets I've seen. Uh, Leroy Butler. He was on the video. He's on a golf course in Scotland. Well, I and saw him on a bus a, this morning. He was on a bus this morning. On the time, and James Jones was taking selfies in the bus behind him. <laughs> so they're having a great time on that. That's mm-hmm. with that group. Mm-hmm. But listen, Butch. I mean, the fact Aaron that Aaron Rodgers is, is walking dogs. He showed me that this morning. Well, he was petting. Yeah, he just a dog jumped on. You know, even dogs love Aaron Rodgers in England. Yeah. Listen, that's a big deal. Aaron Rodgers walking the streets of London. Over there, he's an international star, a footballer. I mean, not soccer, footballer, but I want to know. They love their sports stars over there. I want to know. Too. I want to know when they're going to have the obligatory Abbey Road shot. Uh, yeah, you are they going to take that? Do you know what I'm talking about, Butchie? I do the Beatles. Yeah. So I, what I'm, does Butchie know? Come on, I know about country <laughs> women. I know about all of them. <laughs> country women, uh, women of country music. <laughs> country girl. <laughs> Whoops. Speaking of dogs, we were just talking to Zabe about that game last night. Someone, that was a dog. Nice someone, some, someone. That's why I you am are a I am. pro. I am the king of transition. <laughs> that was great. I, but one of the someone hit us up on the talking text line, 
And they said a large part of Hackett's problem and the Broncos' problem is that they thought they had a package deal. They thought they hire Hackett, and then Rodgers will come, and he didn't, so now you're stuck with Hackett, and plan B was let's scramble, and we got Russell Wilson. So I saw that there's not a part of me. Let me let me let me before we dive into this game a little bit. I want to touch baseball. We got we've got our you better you better you better at eleven o'clock. We've got our dive bar. I went to a little spot called Cinderella. It's been in the Fox Valley for over a hundred years. Older than almost old as Westminster older, Abbey. Older than that. We'll get that at eleven twenty. Cinderfellas. Yeah, Cinderella. 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 Now it's just called Rella. There's a whole backstory behind that. We've got that eleven twenty. You don't want to miss that. Back in the day, Cinderella. They were yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Plus, we've got our hot shot and long shot at ten o'clock. Remember to hit the talk, Pella WI talking text line with your hot shot and long shot for England. Now the eight thirty kickoff is going to change things a little bit. I also want to know what you guys are doing for the eight thirty kickoff. There's a lot of that. But Tim, I want to get back to what you talked about. The Rodgers-Hackett combination, that deal. I don't think that was ever going to happen. I don't think that was ever going to happen. Well, you and I know that, Butch. We know. I think we all believe that. Remember, but do you think Broncos fans and, and believe that? Do you think Broncos Nation believe that? Remember Tim's dive bar? I'm just going to say, remember I ran into the sideline reporter for the Broncos? We also, as Packer fans, thought that OBJ was going to come play for us last year, too. Well, that was more, uh, that's more likely. That was more likely. Don't you think? Yeah, but guys, yes. the biggest question well, I told you that was being asked of me out there was: is 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 Roger Rogers is uh, is Russell Wilson real? Is this an act? When I listened to sports talk radio in Denver for two days, that's all they talked about back in August. Was that? No, I'm glad because there was uh, um, Kyle Brandt who does Good Morning uh, Football. Um, brought up a good point, and, and this is – I'm not around Rus- Russell. I don't know. But these guys are around a lot more. And, and Tim, I'm glad you said that because th- that is the take on Russell. Like, that's that's my biggest thing that I have as an outsider is that I don't know how real he is. And if you're not real and you can't win a locker room, can you – and, and your, your town's diminished a little bit, are you going to win games? This was a great take from this morning. I caught it. We'll play it here. Kyle Bryant on Good um, Good Morning Football. The last play is meaningful, not in just that it was KJ Hamler or not that he missed. It's the reaction afterwards from Hamler. It's spiking the helmets. It's that I don't know. I don't know when Russell Wilson turned into Mitch Trubisky, but uh, I wish he would turn into Geno Smith so they could win a game. <laughs> okay, because Geno makes that play ten times out of ten. And then afterwards, really? you know, they got a 4 really? one they want to go for it. And look at that. That is a teammate that is on national television as at home. Afterwards, it's just perfect. They, they pass when maybe they should have run. I think Russell Wilson is one of the least authentic personalities we have in this league. I think Russell Wilson is a poser. And that doesn't Jeez. mean he's a bad person. I actually think he's a good person. I think he tries to be something that he's not. And when you make the $245 million, you either got to be a really great guy with the locker room who loves you, or you got to be an amazing player. Brady, who makes half of what Russell's making, is both. Rodgers, MVP, Patrick Mahomes, both. Allen, people love him. He's amazing. Kyler, we'll find out. Russell Wilson, first of all, the NFL, the Broncos fan base has no history with him. They have no allegiance to him. This is not a Seahawks thing that they drafted him. They grew up with him. He's their guy. None of that. You know, I, I work the, the NFL honors. I work the red carpet. Kelsey comes by. Rodgers comes by. Russell Wilson shows up with his sunglasses and his wife, and they, I think they think they're, they're Jay-Z and Beyonce, and they will literally put their hand up and say, no, we're not talking. Why? 
it, because you think you're that cool and you're that famous and you're that amazing mm -hmm. and everything is so perfect, that does not work in a locker room unless you are really good or really, really good guy. It just doesn't work. 245 million bucks, that can come unraveled fast. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're missing throws like that and you're putting up nine points in a nationally televised game. Um, look out. This could come off the rails. It could. I just again, like I, I love that part of it because we're not. I'm not as close to Russell Wilson, obviously. None of us are. But you hear this, and now you hear it from more media, and you knew it was going to come after last night. I get that, right? Low hanging fruit. You come after Russell. I understand. But he hasn't played well at all this year. But what I listened to as well there was Tom Brady, respect in the locker room, good player. Aaron Rodgers, MVP. He didn't say that he was, you know, connected in the locker room there. It was I, I just a couple of those things just kind of there's two things to take away. The Russell Wilson part of it. Right. And then kind of the Aaron Rodgers comment part of it as well. Well, I think it, I it think it's happen. early piling on. You said low hanging fruit. I think you're spot on with this. Yes. Here's the thing. This would be the exact same thing happening to Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers had left and gone to another team and he struggled. Mm. I'm not I'm not ready to pile on Russell Wilson yet, as bad as it was last night. I just think it's all new. And because Russell Wilson was one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL and has been for a long time, the expectation is plug and play. I mean, listen, I mean, yes, they won a Super Bowl under Peyton Manning, but anybody with a sense knows that it was the defense who won the championship for him. It wasn't yes. Peyton Manning. And remember, during that run, Peyton Manning was out for an extended period of time. And who was the quarterback? He's not even in the league anymore. He's calling games on the SEC network, I think. Brock Osweiler. He yep. won like five games for him that season. But yet, Peyton is a god because they end up winning a Super Bowl. All I'm saying is, I'll use your term, Butchie, if I may, I think we need to pump the horses right now. I think we got to pump the horses on this whole thing with Russell Wilson. You know what? If, if we're two or three weeks down the road and this stuff continues, yeah, then, then, then yeah, I get it. But I just think... And again, I'll steal one of your lines, man. I think it's low hanging fruit right now. It just is. Yeah, and they're two and three. I mean, there, there's no, they're in no sense looking good, but there's no sense out of it either. They had some injury. Let, let, let's say they go ten and seven, sneak into the playoffs. He did his job in Denver. That's what they they asked him for. So really quick, I would say that. And Butch, your thing about with the Rodgers, I think here, I think Branch just glossing over. I don't think he's making a statement on Rodgers there. Maybe you're reading into that. I'm not. I'm not reading be, into it's it. It's not the first time. I mean, I don't think he's really. One of those. I don't think he spent time talking about Rodgers here. That's why I'm saying he just went yeah. quickly glossed over. My thing is, my issue with this though, with everyone now making fun of Rodgers and this, uh, I'm sorry, Russell, this and that, and that it's become a thing now. People like to call him square and corny and talk about his commercials, but Russell Wilson hasn't changed who he is in the last ten years, right? When he when he first came up with Seattle, and he was always doing the Mr. Unlimited. He was always doing the clear hearts, clear minds, you know, all that sideline stuff. It's just now that he's not playing as well, people are jumping on it. So, and Kyle that, Brand, if you got a problem with his personality being phony, why didn't you talk about it when he was winning eight, ten years ago? You didn't have a pro that problem with it then? I think it's a little, little, little bit corny to just only talk about it now when he's not playing well. I mean, I, I, to me, that's a little bit empty. I don't know why. You might feel that way about his personality, that he's phony or whatever. So then say it when he's winning, too, not just when he's not playing well and piling on. It's easy to pile on now. That's my point. Well, it's the no, same, thing. It's, it's same thing with Rodgers and the Packers. He gives one bad look to somebody, and they blow it up right away. They're right. like, see? Yep. See? I mean, Colin Cowherd has made millions of dollars living off that take, as has Skip Bayless. And yet, what do I see this morning was trending on my Twitter timeline? Jordan Love. You know why? Because Matt Ryan sucked last right. night. Carson Wentz has sucked. 
And then someone asked Rodgers the question, hey, your receivers look like they're getting better. If these guys are getting better, do you think maybe you'd hang around a little bit longer? So suddenly you've got Rodgers answering a question, as Rodgers does, which leads to more speculation. And now Jordan Love pops up. Why? Yeah. Because they're like, maybe Rodgers is going to stay longer. So then maybe the Reds or the Commanders, sorry, would be better with him. You know, maybe the Colts would be a better team with Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just it's 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 like life in the NFL. It's day to day. And it it's pi- it's pylon Russell Wilson day, but you know what? We don't have Russell Wilson as our quarterback, Bochi. No, we don't. I, no, to- we don't. I told Thankfully, you. I told you on our pre-show call, fellas, as I watched that before I turned it off and went to Big Sky. I was having flashbacks when the Packers did not have a quarterback under center. Oh my God! I'm glad I'm not a, a Broncos fan today. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? And we <laughs> get an eight thirty kickoff today. Sunday. That's a that's a good thing for all. Coming up here on 90 Noon Next, we're going to talk a little bit. Packers, Giants start previewing that game. And Kirk Herbstreit, I think he's done a really good job so far. Really? In the third. I do. We're going to talk about that, too, coming up next here on 90 Noon. Best today. Connie's Pizzeria quality, no matter how you slice it. 97.3 The Game. Welcome back to 9 to Noon. Now, there's some things that we talk about a lot. One of those things that we talk about is Palermo's. And they're giving a great opportunity to a lot of people. Mm. And mainly the listeners. October is National Pizza Month. And what better way to celebrate than Palermo's, Wisconsin's hometown pizza? Whether you choose Palermo's, Connie's, Urban Pie or Screaming Sicilian, Palermo's makes it pizza for every choice, for every occasion. Excuse me. Find it in your local grocer's freezer. Palermo's flavor is our family's business. Now, that being said, Barbara, they're giving us a chance. Our listeners. <laughs> say not us. You're ineligible. I'm not. I'm trying to join this. You thing. mean I can you sit can. next to Zabe? I'm trying to sit next to Zay. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying luck, to find man. a way to make this happen. I can't wait for that. I Could would you love imagine that. if yes, him and Josh announced there. Tuesday morning and the winner of the contest is, hey, it's Butchie. Yes. We have a riot on our hands. It's this simple, though. You yeah. go to the website, 97.3thegame.com, and enter a chance to win the Palermo's Game Ball Delivery Experience for the Jets game on the 16th. Your day starts at the Bart Star Plaza as you get to hang out in the retro living room. Then you and Zabe head inside Lambeau, go to the sidelines, and deliver the game ball and get acknowledged on the Jumbotron. After you hand the ball to the official, you sit with Zabe to watch the game. And he promised he'll be there the entire game. He will not leave. That by itself yes, is a win. That's huge. That by yeah. itself is a win. In a stunning turn of events, Steve Zabin says he'll stay for the entire game. And he get likes he likes vegetable to, snacks. Bring vegetables. Get to 97.3thegame.com. 97.3thegame.com. Oh 
and sign up to win the Palermo's Game Ball Delivery Experience for the Packers vs. Jets game on October 16th. Now, when you go to the 97.3thegame.com, go to Contest and Promotions. Go to Contest and Promotions. That's where you will find it. Nooners, I want to give you every chance to get there and win this awesome experience that Palermo's has given us. You know, some things that when you see on Twitter are just wrong. Did you see this, Armour? Oh, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, the Tiger Woods, uh, yeah. Russell Wilson thing. Yeah, yeah. you seen that, Butchie? I have not yet. It's, uh, uh, was... The post is Russell Wilson with Denver, and it's okay. Tiger's mugshot after. You know, we were t- we were talking about that in the, in the <laughs> Russell Wilson thing, and That's fun. I'll just say this: I don't know if he was always, you know, the personality he has now. I think he's leaning into it more. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. But doesn't people... he have people? Doesn't he have people? Yeah, it's I mean, when, his wife. well, when you get to a certain level in life that Armin, you and I will never attain. I mean, don't you have people around you, image people, conscious people who sit you down, Russell? But the irony is, I think it's his wife. It's not a bad, but it's not a bad image. That's the weird thing about it. They're not going to tell him to not be nicer because that's what he is. He's like very, you know, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's kind of. It's counterintuitive because it's not like he's doing bad things to to clean no, up his No, I image. think they think they're setting him up to be well. To here's the well, here's right? the interesting thing. I think you, it's his brand now, and he leans into it. Well, you know what you're talking about that, and you love documentaries. Love uh, it, love it. Okay, there was one I watched last week on ESPN about the Dodgers and the Yankees, and it was their rivalry in the '80s, and it's, it was called like I don't know, Baseball's War or something like that. Okay. And they talk, and they go really in depth. They talk about on the Yankee side, Reggie Jackson's war that he had with you know Billy Martin. It was really, really well done. But on the Dodgers side, they talked about Steve Garvey. And you guys are probably too young to remember this, but Steve Garvey had this golden boy image. Yeah, all American, gold, all American image. He could do no wrong. His wife was a beautiful blonde TV anchor in L.A., and they talked about his image. Became to a point where he started believing this and that he wouldn't drink with the guys. He wouldn't run with the guys. His wife said, honey, maybe you should just go out with the guys once in a while. And he said, no, I can't do that. He thought he had to live up to something that was starting to be out of his right. body. Right? And, they, and they talked about it. it wasn't from his home life because his home life was a mess. And that this was some carefully crafted image in his right. mind. And then what you find out is that after he goes to the Dodgers, to the Padres, this guy has been bagging chicks on the road for years. This this crist, this crystal image that he tried to project was fake. Right. It was a fraud. And the more he yeah. the more he had to live up to it, the more he tried to become a character of himself. In yes, a way. exactly. An exaggeration. And they showed of TV commercials and all that stuff he did during that run with the Dodgers. And there was three or four guys that were the kind of the cornerstone of that team. They all came up from the minors together. And they all knew it was fake. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> it was just. It I'm was, telling you, like that, that's a crazy thing, though. I, I'll be honest. That's a crazy thing about locker rooms, is you. They know everyone in that locker room really knows what the other guys are doing, and, and the media comes in and paints these wonderful stories. Oh, sure. And a lot of these stories, I'd say close to fifty percent of them aren't what they are, and that's the crazy thing about that. They're not what they are, but it's it's this picture that's painted by all these outside people. And I think Russell Russell's bought into what he what this is, but I don't think it's necessarily all what it is. I think it's and and, and I think here's the thing, guys. Why why does why do what we do work works right? Why why does what authentic. this show work? 
authentic. I'm real. Like, yeah. you're real, Tim. I mean, other than your name, but, you know, Armin, that's, I mean, hey, that happens. What are you going to say about me? But, what? Yeah. but we're just, no, we're honest and real people. People see through fake. People see through fake. You might not always agree with what I say, JB in the 920. I think my biggest hater out there. Number one, for sure. But you might not always agree, but you know what I'm saying comes from from how, what I truly feel and believe. And I think that that's that's when, when people feel like they're trying to be tricked, and Aaron Rodgers has done this at times, and that's why he's not beloved as the good old you know gunslinger and Brett Favre, even though now okay. we're seeing Favre. Uh, let, 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 let me ask you colors. Okay, let me ask you a question. Okay? Oh, okay. I think we're finding out now that, that Favre was um there was a well crafted image that he liked to project. Okay. There was yeah. there was oh, two shocks. Yeah. Okay, that oh, type of shucks. thing. And we all bought into it because it felt good and he played well. He was our guy, right? And it fit Wisconsin. Right. But, and, but, and it fit and it, and it fit, fit us, yes. And he it played fit well. Us. You it said fit. the important thing, he played well. But when you look at Aaron Rodgers, you may disagree with him and he may be outspoken at certain things. But in the end, if you find out that that's who Aaron Rodgers is. He's a complicated guy yes. who does think he's the smartest man in the room. It's not a crafted uh, image he's trying to project. It's just who he is. Right, like I, him or not, would you rather prefer him being authentic, whether you agree or disagree, or a guy like Favre now that you find out, eh, maybe that was a little phony? Cause yeah, I, 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 give, I, give me true. Like, even though I might not always agree with it, right? this is my thing. And this is the way, and I know we, we got off topic here. We're going to get to Packers, and we're going to get to Packers. We're going to break down this game uh, coming up here with Long Shot, Hot Shot. But this is my thing. Give me real. I'm not always going to agree, but that's how the world goes around. We're not always going to see eye to eye. And we can have arguments. We can have disagreements. But at some point, there needs to be a reflection and say, okay, I understand where you're coming from. I don't necessarily agree with that, but we still can work together. We still can you know see the world a different place and still be you know you know find ways to coexist and the so give me give me that versus a guy trying to pull one over on me and to, you know be somebody they're not give I, me that any day i agree butch i'll go back to what i've said last segment though the only thing the only problem he really has is that he's not playing well though that's what really all that matters for for him i mean people say what they want they're just going to jump on it more when he's not playing well if russell wilson was the mvp this year and, and leading the broncos to the playoffs and all that you wouldn't but be we still, but hold on. But even to start the year, let's ride. We made. I mean, we were cracking on they him. They made fun for of that, him, and it was zero be, and zero. They wouldn't be piling on their record. I know their record was zero. Yeah, but zero. you know what? Let's ride. Here's the thing: if it's Russell corny. Wilson is Russell Wilson, when everyone thought he would be, and the Broncos destroyed the Colts last night, like they should have, and let's say they're, I don't know, they're four and one, three and one, whatever. That we're all buying into. Run, let's ride. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, 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 and let's ride drops are out there. Like, let's ride memes oh, are out you're, there. Oh, you're not wrong. We Tim, laugh. Exactly. But we all know it's it. fake. Like that, I, uh, it's fake when it's unsuccessful. Yeah. You no, know, and that's what's wrong with I our mean, society. I mean, look, look no, two years ago. Two years ago, way, yeah. your college quarterback comes out with his own logo. He got blistered for that. Because he wasn't good, playing well, right? Right. He hasn't played up to it. So we as fans blister him for that. Great Al yeah. McGuire said, when I lose, they call me crazy. When I win, they call me eccentric. <laughs> I love that line. That is true. <laughs> All right, well, there's some eccentric stuff going on in London. We'll fill you in on what we've seen. Packers have already practiced on Friday since they got there. They've already got that, so we got a little recap of practice, what happened in London. Did you see this and- about Wayne Larrabee? Wayne's headed to the pub. 
Oh, I know. I just yeah, I said, he wait, just we need it out. He's headed to the pub. He's, he's on a dive bar run for us. Yep, he is. I made yeah. sure he said hey, he took in he took in practice. <laughs> he made sure he did that, and I made sure I tweeted at him right away. I said, Hey Wayne, now get to a pub. We need the dive bar review or the pub review. We need that. We've got that. We've got my dive bar review at eleven o'clock or about eleven twenty as well. You're not gonna want to miss it. Not noon, come right back at you. 7-3 The Game, an iHeartRadio station. This is 9 to Noon with John Coon. You know, I hope they don't have to go to John Coon either, but I'd sure like to see what he's capable of doing. And big sexy Brian Butch. You want to give all the love to the quarterback. I thought you said you were a fullback. Tap the guys on the PellaWI.com talk and text line at 414-799-1973. Tweet at CoonJ30 and at Brian underscore Butch. 9 to Noon is brought to you by Palermo's. When you want pizza, you want Palermo's. Made right here in Wisconsin for over 55 years. Palermo's delicious brands of frozen pizza include Primo Finn, Palermo's Neighborhood Pizzeria, Connie's, Urban Pie, and Screamin' Sicilian. Palermo's, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Welcome to 9 to Noon. She likes to shake her Welcome into hour number two of nine to noon. And I would say there's some breaking news, but there's some news out of London. Sounds like Daniel Jones is going to be a go for the game Shocking. on Sunday. Shocking. Now, is it is it the Daniel Jones that can run the football? Because Daniel Jones, the thrower, hmm, I think I'm just fine with that. But it changes it. It's not it's not Davis Webb from the practice squad. I think that's a big difference, right? So you get a guy there. You get a, a, a legit kind of quarterback. I think if there was a legit quarterback last week, I don't know if the Green Bay Packers win that game. I don't. I just don't think they do. Um, do you think there's an ahead. aspect of it though that the that these guys are unscouted? So, and they're, they're unprepared for I these, so yeah, no, they can sure. come in and shock a team. I mean, maybe I'm just making excuses, but like they didn't know anything about Bailey Zappi. Why? Yeah, would but they? what did Bailey Zappi do? He handed it off. You're That's right, all Tim. he did. He handed it off. Even, he didn't do anything. Even the passes he completed were wide open. Guys were wide open. So Absolutely. you know the thing, and the thing, and Wayne talked about this yesterday when we had him on. Daniel Jones is a threat more with his legs sometimes. Yeah, he can run the football. So if he's got a bad ankle. And he's not mobile. Does it slow down? And that's my question. You have to right? like that. Like, where you know? is that at? Yeah, and what, exactly. what is so. the area right now, the biggest weakness of the Packers' defense to this run, point? Run defense. Stopping the run. Yeah. Run defense. Yeah. Run defense. Yeah. And Saquon's their guy. So it's going to be a good test for the Packers, no doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, we're going to get into that. 11 o'clock, you better, you better, you bet. Remember, to get your picks in via the talk, Pella WI talk and text line. Get your picks in via the Pella WI talk and text line, 414-799-1973. There will be no callers today, so you've got to text them in, explain why you have it, and Armin will pick the best one from the talk and text line. That's at 11 o'clock. My dive bar is at 11.20. I stopped by Rella in Menasha, Wisconsin. Used to be Cinderella. Moved a couple of different locations, but hmm. There were some stories. I got some food. Hung out with my parents a little bit. Great time. I'll break that down at okay, eleven twenty. I, 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 you, you, either you or Butchie uh, or, or Coon are, are the king of dive bars. Armin and I are just we're learning. What as do you we go mean? Along. No, don't, don't. Hold you, on. You have the, No, no. Whoa. You've done these enough. No, no. Stop. Not now. No, no. Well, I, 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 I need Who to. Who is the I, king? I, 
I, you know what? Maybe the Nooners will determine who is the true king. No, you're bars. pulling me, boss man. You're not boss no. man right now. You're on the show. You gotta make a decision. Who's the king the of dive bars? I don't want a Switzerland answer. No, I, I think it's you. It is you. Okay, thank you. I think it's Ken. You can. <laughs> this <laughs> you is the reason why I ask. Okay. Tuesday. Who's not on the show and you want to brown nose somebody? So you don't even brown nose me. You want to brown nose no, Ken? No. Why would I brown nose Ken? I don't care if I Ken likes me. I mean, I'm not brown nose Ken. Armin, you. You've been Just on a dive a bar with me. Yeah. Armin, you've been on a dive bar with me. You know how they go. You have a skill set that's nah. unmatched. We'll leave it at that. So Tuesday Tuesday was National Taco Day, right? And, mm-hmm. I go on, I, and I go on a run. We get out the Jeep, my wife and I. We go and have some tacos at our place, uh, one of our favorite spots over in the Lake Mills area. So I'm coming back, and I don't want to say where it was, but outside of this bar in the middle of nowhere, there is their sign. Up front, you know, and you right. see them, they say yeah. Paps, they say Blatz, whatever, or whatever. But Old this style. one said five-star dive bar. Big Ooh. neon sign, Butchie, that said five-star dive bar. If you have to do say that, I do, well, but, well, that's my question. Do I do some reconnaissance tonight to see if it's kind of a, talking about Russell Wilson and fakeness, right? When you yeah. put when you put out a big neon sign in front of your establishment that says five star dive bar, yeah, I don't know. Are you truly a dive bar, right. or is that just to lure people in? See, this is my take. I think on what you do there. I don't necessarily think you go there. I think you go to test it out first. Like, and if it works for it, you go all in. Okay. But if it doesn't, you just say, "Hey, I just came in for a beer," and then you exit. Armin Armin's done that once. You've rolled in, thought it was a dive bar, wasn't a dive bar. Nope, I believe it. Worked I, your way out I, of there, I, I knowing that you were going to get made fun of. I had to do that. And I don't know if that was still the right move journalistically, <laughs> right, with the dive bar. Maybe I should have reviewed the actual bar that it was and just said, okay, I take the L on this one, right? I mean, yeah. you after can't Tim's, carefully curate the dive Tim's bar. So, white tablecloth. You, yeah, you but you know what? Right I, I'm getting better. I mean, last week or when I did my last review, we had plywood plank ceilings. I had a dollar bill oh, no, stapled to the ceiling, to me, so I think it, I've gotten better. It was good to me. Absolutely. To right. me, you have to take them as they come. You, but, you can't but, be judged on the bar. But I just saw that, and it said five-star dive bar. Well, that, that, is a, that yeah. is a does raise an eyebrow. Yeah. Are you just, you know, promoting your own? Yeah, that, that is, does raise an eyebrow, Tim. All right, so here's what that I'll do. That might be fake hustle. What she's going to, you know what, the pressure here is enormous. Um I will I will go explore this weekend yeah. to see if it truly is. Yeah. If it is, maybe that'll be my next dive bar. That away, Tim. Tim's yeah. taking one for the team and going to the bar. I am. <laughs> so Mike, there's two questions here that we have. We're gonna break this game down a little bit. There's some concerns that I have. I'm sure there's some concerns that you have, but also the talk and text line. I want you guys to get your better you better, you better you bet in. And what are you doing for the eight thirty kick? Because to me that it, it's an awesome time. <laughs> You guys are working. We're working. We're, well, I know what we're doing, yeah. We're, but what but are the for me, doing? Hey, the breakfast like, menu came fans, out today, so we're excited for, about it. For fans, I think it's great. I love this kickoff time. I I really do. Well, 8.30, let me get up. The kids will be playing still. I got swim lessons at about 11.45. I got to leave for it, so that game better be over with and in hand. You got the whole but day in front of you, yeah. It. But I love it. I think it's great. I think it, for Packer fans, it's unique, something that you don't normally get to do. So you if you, know, lose you find it, your establishment, you make a nice breakfast. Like I, I, I actually love it as a fan. You guys realize if you move to Hawaii, this would be the norm. I know. I loved. I loved when I lived out in California. I lived out in California for about four years. Loved it. Loved it. Bakersfield kickoff was at Bakersfield. Kickoff was at ten o'clock every single. 
day. I was Every just going to say, Saturday. I had a buddy that moved out to, was in California for college, and he said that it's great because you can get up and watch all the games early. Game and gets it, done. Yeah. Game gets done. It's like 8 o'clock at night. But it all depends on how late you're you're hitting it on Saturday night. And how, like, if you're a younger guy and you're going hard on Saturday, these guys might, you might not get up in time for the game, right? Yeah. Like, if you're staying up late, I mean, these are younger days, you know, when it's bar time and this and that, you might sleep in until 11 or noon. Now, as we get older, and I know, you know, if you have kids and stuff, no one's doing that anymore, right? So I think it depends on that a little bit. I I know I get up earlier. It than does, I ever but used when to. you're that old, you're, wor- you're you're excuse me, when you're that young, you're worried about having a good time, and then from there, you'll figure it out. By the way, Butch, well, I, I just know, got but... from the Green Bay Packers the uh, injury list today. Yeah, no Jair Alexander on that list, correct? Uh, he was full go in practice full go, uh, yes. today. Uh, Adrian Amos uh, limited. Uh, no, check that. He's questionable. Uh, I'm going through this here. And from practice, it looked like he still was in concussion protocol, yeah. even though he's gone through Boxy it. Boxiari did not take protocol. part in practice today. Uh, Elton Jenkins, uh, look here, uh, limited participation. Uh, one more here. Mercedes Lewis was a full participant in practice today. Um, let's see here. Josh Myers. Uh, was a limited participation, and uh, Devontae Wyatt was there but did not practice today. You know, the the, the thing that concerns me there is the, the David Bautier. You said he did not practice. Nope. The, with, with such a long trip, it yeah. concerns me about swelling. Every trip that I've taken over, no, no, I, I'm sorry, know, you, you, you would know I'm more sure about these than anybody. Would. I agree. I'm I, telling I, you, man. Don't you even need now, plan even, place, even now, when I when I fly, my left knee, which I ruptured my patella tendon in, and it had 74 staples in it, like still swells up to this day. No, I believe you. I just think that they probably probably have a plan in place for now, it. Now they might have had game ready on the plane. They might have, all those. I understand that. But I don't know the logistics of why it just it's it always concerns me. He doesn't when you need get on a plane for that long. So well, it was right. and it was only it was six and a half hour flight, long flight. Correct. But it wasn't as long as some uh, Midwest to London flights. Correct. Are. They took a, absolutely. They took a Boeing. Uh, they took a nice Boeing seven eight seven nine, the Dreamliner. So they got there quicker than you or I would. This has only happened in Green Bay, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter. There was I, I don't know it was Fox eleven, whatever the TV station was in Green Bay. They had a dude stationed with a camera outside the fence at the airport. Oh yeah, they were. And they show yeah. the plane taking off. That's that's green. That, that's us. That's us, guys. That's us. That's, that's why. Do. And that's and that's why it matters. It and is that's something. Why it matters, it is something so. to consider, though. I think every week we're on pins and needles about Bakhtiari. You know, now you you stack two weeks in a row. Okay, good. Can he go the third week? Okay, good. You know, you kind of it's a slow build of. I think you guys are always, stressing over good. nothing. I think he'll be fine. And he might be, but for me again, it's one of those things that I think, as long as he's been gone and out, I just it is in the back of my mind. It, it will be. You don't know what's going to get that thing to flare up. I guess. Did you see our buddy um, Tyson from Zilla, Washington, chiming in? He says, "I love the ten o'clock games, but boys, kickoff is six thirty. For me, it's going to be rough." Tyson, your kids will get you out, brother. He says, I plan on getting up at five, getting the boys up around five forty-five to make them some breakfast, and head to my dad's for the game. There you go. I like that. See, mm-hmm. that's you kind of it's it's a unique. I'm glad it's not all the time, but it's a unique little opportunity for for Packer fans. So let's transition here, guys. The hot shot, long shot. I want to get see who you guys think are going to really dive into this game. Who's going to have a huge impact? There's a lot of things in this game that are intriguing. I think one of the first things that we've talked about is the run game, right? Like, and I think can this Packers team stop the run game? You look at what Barkley can do. 
He's back to the form that made him, you know, the second overall pick. He's back to the form that, you know, really it has been hurting teams. And I think that's what I look at. And they use him everywhere, him. too. I mean, it's not yeah. just like they handed it off to him 35 times. I mean, he's what Wayne talked about this the other day, Armin. He's the leading rusher. Is he the leading receiver? I mean, it's crazy. I mean, he leads on almost every offensive. Well, he's number st- he's number one in the NFL in rushing yes. yards and is averaging five point five yards per carry. And I think a lot yes. of that too is how they use him. And I, that's why I would say that's why I like what they're doing because a lot of fans, well, get him more yards, look at the average, get him more carries, give him the ball more. But they also are using him well and keeping the defenses off balance by using not only both backs, yeah. but using a lot of jet motion in their backfield, which holds the linebackers. You know, there's there's data on that too. So I, I like so, I like what I see there. Is that your hot it, shot, Butch? Is that what well? You're saying? Here's the thing, right? So we've talked about this and this Giants team. I still three and one. Yes, I still don't believe in him. I mean, for crying out loud, they're averaging more yards rushing than they are at passing. Let me let me say that again. They're averaging more yards running the ball at five point five than they are passing. That's that's unheard of. I don't know if I've ever seen it. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Well, as the Bears, far as each right, and the Bears might be doing it too this year. That's the only, you know, that's what I would well, say. They could, yeah, be, but, but you're right. I mean, it's now, pretty part, rare, and that probably won't continue. But you never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I I don't think I think there's a couple of reasons for it. I think the wide receiver core for the Giants has not been good at all. I ha- they have dropped the ball a boatload, a boatload. They've had a lot of drops. It also is Daniel Jones has any time to throw the ball. There's a reason that Tyler Taylor got knocked out. I mean, he's averaging close to, I think it's like three seconds to throw the ball. That's it. That's it. You know what I mean? So there's a lot there that go into this. So I, I look at this defense, and I look at what this Packers team has to do. My hot shot has to come from this defense. I'm going to go Rayshon Gary, and I'm going to go that he's going to have at least two sacks in this game. Okay. He's my hot shot for those reasons is I believe that the Packers are going to be able to take care of the run. After what happened last game, I do, there's a pride factor. I think this Packers run defense is going to be much better. I think they're going to then be in third and long a lot, the Giants. And I think that because of that, you're going to be able to get to the quarterback because that offensive line is not great by any means either. So who's your long shot? My long shot, as far as this goes... When I look at this team, I think a guy that's going to really step up, and I don't know, you know, where we're at with this, but I think it's Christian Watson. I think we're going to see him get some more opportunities. A younger guy, let him use his speed on the offensive end and really play at a level. I think he's got a touchdown and close to 100 yards. I really do. I think it's a touchdown and close to 100 yards. So my long shot is Christian Watson, and I think that's fair. I, I think if he were to put a 100-yard game and a touchdown – I don't think many people are expecting that from Christian Watson. And I think it's going to be one of those things where, again, the Giants, their defense has been pretty good. There's a reason that, you know, they are where they're at. Um, it's the way that they've kind of approached this. It's the it's the the reason they're 3-1. and one. Um, And I think that's when I look at it, they're going to have to change some things. They're not going to let Aaron Jones and everybody else kind of beat them. I think they're going to have to try to, you know, figure something else out. Uh, for me, it's I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the board a little bit. I want to do something different. Um, Rogers really struggled in the first half. Got better in the second half. Um, and Elton Jenkins at right tackle, he kind of resembled a turnstile, but he was playing one of the better pass rushing defensive ends in the mm-hmm. NFL. I get that. 
but you saw some friction between the center and the quarterback. To me, I yeah. think the hot shot is is if the Packers win this game by two touchdowns or more, it starts up front. I think the offensive line has got to settle down. Um, if the offensive line plays really well, I think the Packers win this game by 10-plus. They should win this game by 10-plus. Rodgers doesn't play well like any quarterback doesn't play well if they don't have the right stuff up, up front. It just throws everything off. You run the ball better, as we know. You give your quarterback more time to do things. Um, I think, it, for me, the hot shot is the offensive line. My long shot for this is I'm going defense, Butchie. Okay. And I'm going Quay Walker. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking Quay Walker is going to have a breakthrough game. I mean, we've seen him. His speed is amazing. You talked about how many missed tackles did, you know Campbell has had to this point of the season. More now than he had the entire season last year. I think Quay Walker. They're going to design some things for him, and I think Quay Walker is going to have a game where you're going to go, "Wow!" I think this is the this is the game where Quay Walker. You go. Yes, this is why we went and got this guy. Armin, how about you? Well, it's funny you guys both went defense and run defense because that's where I was going too. Not with Quay, okay. though, but with Devondre. Now, we talked about Devondre. He's been kind of the subject of some questioning by fans, this topic this week, bandied about on social media. Does he lost a step? Is he the guy he was last year? We talked about how he missed six tackles in four games. The internet, you know, the Twitter video guys are wondering if he lost a step. I think Devondre Campbell is still a good player. We hear Joe Barry, he preys on him this week. And I think this is a very tough matchup and an important matchup. So I think Devondre Campbell is my hot shot because I think he's going to rise to the occasion. I think he's going to be hearing what people have said all week a little bit. He's going to play really well and have a good game and be very important in the Packers' victory because he's going to get an opportunity to. The reasons you guys said, Quay Walker, Tim, as well. It's going to be a very important and tough matchup for the Packers' linebacking core because it's going to be a running game with Saquon Barkley. That's what they're going to go to. I think Devontae is going to be fired up this week. I think he's going to play well and be a big reason the Packers win. So that's my hot shot. My long shot, I went with tight end. Uh, last week, and it worked yeah, out. I said Bobby yeah. Tunyon. I'm going to do it again with Mercedes Lewis because Mercedes always comes up with a big catch when you least expect it. We haven't heard his name much in the receiving end this year, but it seems like Aaron tends to find him when he needs him the most. I can see Mercedes Lewis coming up with a big touchdown catch at some point. Uh, and why not this week? Uh, Mercedes getting back into the passing game. It's It's one of those... Uh, times when Mercedes seems to come up big in those big mm-hmm. moments when you need him the most. So, uh, why not? It's a long shot. I'm going with Mercedes Lewis to make a couple big plays this weekend in London. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I they are long shots, Armin. That, that, that's that's correct. <laughs> uh, you win tight end, tight end. But uh, when when I look at this game again, there's some question marks. The run game starts all this. I think it's very interesting. I'm excited for Sunday morning. I think you're going to have a better game than what we expect. I know a lot of people are thinking a two-touchdown win. You also th- thought that <clears throat> excuse me, yesterday or last Sunday, and that didn't wasn't the case at all. So I think this Packer team is still trying to figure out who they are. And I think it'll be closer. I don't think they cover the, the, the wood that is out there, but they still get the one. We'll give you scores when we come back here on 90 Noon. Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out. I'm sure you 97.3 The Game.
to 9 to noon, and you guys are live in the Iron Jock studio. I'm in the Iron Jock studio in my home because I consider this my Iron Jack studio because I'm always rocking Iron Jack. Everywhere I look, I got Iron Jack gear, and it's fantastic. So you should do Iron Jack says, let's get outside. Now through October 16th, use promo code CHILL25 to take 25% off all Iron Jack outerwear, such as their hoodies, jackets, vests, and pants. Get yours at ironjock.com. That's ironjoc.com. Promo code CHILL25 for 25% off outerwear and pants through October 16th. I just got a funny story. I haven't told Paul this story yet. So, Pagel, mark this and send this to Paul. Mark it. Mark this, it. This is true. You were in Fleet Farm? I was at... I was at I, no, but they are will be. I was at... There's two people. I was at a golf hunt. Yes. And the guy's rocking his iron jack polo. So I, I played dumb, right? Like, you know, say, hey, how'd you hear the company? Because I, I wanted to kind of get some information. Uh, my wife ran across it. She listened to the radio. She heard it. So, well, what did she listen to? She oh, she liked sports talk. So I was, oh, this is great. Okay, I'm just gonna play dumb. He goes, but he she bought up. me one. Of, she she bought me one of these, and he goes, man, I love this. I go golfing. I come home. I don't smell. I go. I love it so much. I bought three more of these polos. Like they're one of the best polos I ever worn. And this, like, I'm I'm not selling this. Like I just dummy me. Like just trying to feel feel it out. So the stuff works. I love it. We talk about it all the time, but I thought it was a great story um, that absolutely kind of fits what we talk about here. So, okay, it's so we, true, Butch, actually, because I, I don't know about, sorry, Tim, I didn't mean to jump on you there, but really quick, it made me think. Like, when I'm out and I, I go for a walk, my power walk, you know, mm-hmm. or run, I get home, I like, before I take a shower, I do like to sit on the couch for a second, and I want to give my wife a big hug, and she'll say... Oh, Arvin, you smell, but she doesn't do that. My, my iron jock is on. So I wear my iron jock so I can give Laura a big hug. So, okay. Don't worry. So, you're so, not, so, you, so. you haven't been married long enough. But, but once you get married long enough, she'll say you smell. Even though you won't smell, she'll say, ah, you're good. I don't want to get away hug. from me, Arvin. So, yeah. you're, you're still newly married. You're good. Just wait a couple of years. You'll be good. Since we're sharing the Godfather Paul Hansen stories about iron jock. Um, so Paul and I work out in the same facility. We live in the same city. Okay. And I went to work out, didn't even think, I didn't even know Paul worked out there. And I'm wearing a cutoff t-shirt, and I'm wearing shorts that aren't Iron Jock. Oh, man, Tim. And so I roll in, and I see Paul. Paul says, hey, how you doing? And I kind of put my head down. <laughs> I wore them yesterday, Paul. I don't have 10 pairs. I, I, I just wanted to get away from that conversation. True story, Butchie. Every time I go back and work out, guess what I wear? Yeah. Iron Jock. Absolutely. And I should have been wearing Iron Jock that day, but I didn't. I know. And I have I every day. Let's so get to that one time. All right. So, you know, we started the show today talking about Russell Wilson. Yeah. Let's ride. And I defended him. I said, you give did. him some time, right? So then I see today, I believe to report, popped up about a, uh, 15 minutes ago. And I didn't see this. Why would I watch this? Yeah. The Russell Wilson press conference after yeah. the game last night, right? Uh huh. He ends his pressure or his presser by saying, Bronco country, let's ride. Okay, okay, wait a minute. All right. You lost it. So, so, so at the end of his press conference, he ends it by saying, Bronco's country, let's ride. I know. Okay, boys, I'm starting to move to your side. Like, you're pissed. Uh, come, come You're on. You're pissed after a bad loss like yes. that. You should be just, I just heated, just heated with it, right? You're not thinking, let's ride. Like 
You're not thinking that. Like you, hey, I'm all for coming up with something that your company then could you know craft into some sales for you and uh, you know, on the fan base. I think that's fine. I get that. But but you're not on point when you get your tail kicked and you miss a wide open wide receiver. Like you can let that one slide if it's not fake. You but, know what? Do you remember when? Uh, and I do because I always followed him uh, on the air. But when Coach Brett Bielema ended yeah. his conversation with Matt after a game, he always said what? On Wisconsin. I, I was, yeah, Wisconsin, he always said yeah. on Wisconsin. Yeah. So yeah. is this similar? <laughs> well, I think it is. Well, and yeah. it's funny because they 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 work together. They understood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, I I've, get that. Um, maybe that's, where, he, maybe that's Brett, where he picked it up from. Yeah, well, the nice, thing for, the, the nice thing for Brett is there wasn't a lot of losses after yeah, game, so after losses that. that you had to do. Yeah. That, that's the thing. So, we should go to the phones. We've got a couple of callers I get that. We, we've, got, we've got Michelle. We talked about what are you going to do, 8.30, kickoff time. Michelle, always great to have you, having you on. Talk to me about what your, what your game plan for t- uh, Sunday morning is going to be, Michelle. Well, first off, I'll be wearing my iron jock. I'm wearing iron jock when I'm not working out, guys. Come on. It's comfortable. It's flattering. It's fabulous. We you don't need it. to be in the gym stinky to wear it. Come on. Absolutely. Michelle. I like it. I like so, it. I like it. This is what I'm doing for game. I was debating because I saw an advertisement. One of our local uh, pubs there has a... Uh, 8.30, you know, kickoff, we got uh, 350 tappers of Packer Hinterland. I'm like, damn, that's a good idea. Let's go. And then I thought about it. I'm doing, uh, I'm going to start with the sweet. I'm starting with uh, some, I'm going to make some coffee lattes with using the J. Henry bourbon. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. That's, yeah. She's then hitting I'm all the sponsors. Some, uh, <laughs> She's rolling. I'm going to do some pumpkin French toast. Pumpkin French toast. And then I'll have a little bit of. Mm-hmm. You know, use your pumpkin. Yeah, just don't bring that up to KB. Yeah. Can you get just, Michelle here, Tim, to cook for us? Yeah, Michelle, maybe you should do the breakfast for the <laughs> yeah. Packers game day crew on Sunday. Okay, right. we got uh, well, pumpkin spice okay. French toast. Okay. What pumpkin else, Michelle? French toast. I got my bourbon lattes, and then I'm going to do some, um, like, little egg bake cup type of things, you know, with the Fibo and the um, do some... You know, eggs with um, ham or bacon, and oh yeah, gotta have bacon. Gotta have bacon. Gotta have bacon. Gotta have bacon. It's like a kegs and eggs type situation. Time, I'm gonna go into the of course Bloody Marys. I love that because yeah, some nachos. You know, so so change over from the breakfast to more of the uh, game time stuff. That is one heck of a plan, Michelle. And boy, Tim, Michelle, I you are off. you are rocked, uh, locked and loaded with this. I love this. I put, I, my, I put on my menu to the staffers. You just put me to shame. So yeah, thanks for uh, that. Uh, yours uh, looks uh, okay, it Tim. It was a big debate, guys. You know what are you doing for that game? Last night we discussed it. Friends says, "Well, be good. Come over at seven. I thought, um, no. I'll be at <laughs> yeah, seven's early. I think what you should do is yeah. I like that, Michelle. Set up during the first half. And then start eating at halftime, then you because yeah. the Packers will be feasting on the Giants at that point. Yeah, you can all right. Feast so I'm glad you brought that up, Art. Michelle. What what do you have for the score of the game? Oh gee, um, I'll say twenty-seven thirteen. I like that. Love it. Right. Thanks, right. Michelle. I love it. Thanks so much, Michelle. Uh, Appreciate it. I agree it. with Art and with Mercedes. You guys, I'm just saying, Mercedes will have a good game, and so will Randall Cobb. 
and it's just going to be a wonderful time. I love, I love it. it. Thanks, All right, Michelle. Buddy. All right, we'll uh, talk next week, Michelle. By the way, Butchie, um, Giants uh, have ruled out for the game. Uh, quarterback Tyrod Taylor, wide yep. receiver Wandale Robinson, wide receiver Kadaris Tony. And wide receiver Kenny Galladay so, all wow. are out against the Packers now, on Sunday. A couple, a couple, I don't think Galladay even made the trip. He hurt his, his other hamstring. It, and, that is in a unique situation. And also, real quick. So, Davis Webb's the backup then. Right. We, which yeah. is important also real because quick, Jones has these issues. Uh, Jair, Bakhtiari, and Elton Jenkins all came off the injury report today for the Packers. They'll play Sunday against nice. the Giants. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Amos concussion, Tariq Carpenter with an abdomen, um, and Devontae Wyatt with a quadri- quadricep. They're all questionable for the game Sunday against the Giants. So basically, Giants are rolling with David Sills, Richie James, I believe, and what? Slayton? Darius Slayton? I bet that's yeah. probably their receiving core. That so is. you can okay, take so a shot at Okay, so what this means is that we'll be late in overtime and Mason Crosby needs another field goal to win it, right? It, uh, <laughs> we'll, God, I we'll hope see. not. We'll see. We'll oh, see. Armin, we got one more, one more caller on the Pell WI talking text line. Really quick, because we were talking so much yep. about Iron Jack, and I know they have some new colors. Dante wanted to talk about some new colors for Iron Jack. Triple right A, Dante. Triple A, what's going on? Hiya, bud, buddy. Good morning, fellas. Morning, morning. How's it going? We're doing good. We're, we're doing a dream, right. man. It's Friday. It's sunny out. Yeah, that, that works for you guys, not for a guy that works outside for 17 hours. All right, the colors we need, and I'm pretty sure I've got a bunch of fellas that go with me because we got some hardworking fellas in the Nooner crowd. We need safety colors. Oh, for Yeah. Oranges. We need, we no stink. We work outside all summer, all winter. I love that. Yeah. I'm still wearing the Iron Jot hoodie that I won on the station. Over two year, over a year ago. Oh, you got We're going to call this the Triple A Collection. What do All you right, think? So bright orange, lime green. What I mean, a Triple A Triple A Collection. I want my cut. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Triple A. Hey, Triple so, A. I'm working like on that. it. Okay, we'll, we'll see, see what, what I can we do. can do with the Godfather. We appreciate. Hey, Triple A. How's the game going to play out? Oh, um, that's easy. Thirty-eight, thirteen Packers. Love it. Wow. Love it. I got my. I got shut up. You guys inspired me yesterday. So what we're doing is we're doing a triple P's. PJs, pancakes, and Packers. There you go. Oh, I thought he was going to say Packers. family's coming P's. over. We're in our PJs. We're going to do mimosas. We're going to do brunch meals. And we're a little wakey-bakey, you know, for our 420 family members. But, you know, we're going to have a great time. Love it. Sounds great. Oh, I love it, Triple A. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. We'll, we'll talk with the Godfather, see if we can get the triple construction A, the colors. Triple A collection. Hey, I want my cut, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> we all, hey, Triple A, we all Hi, want our cuts. All right, we you know all what? want we'll our cuts. will have a triple, you know what? We'll have a blue collar fashion show. That's what we, well, we sure that. will. You know? Awesome. All right, it's so we've asked, yeah, we've asked Michelle, oh, we've asked Triple A for the score. The sweat equity collection. What do you guys have for the score for Sunday? Uh, thirty-five seventeen Packers. Uh, I, I could see a late, uh, just a late sneak in backdoor kind of garbage time stuff by the Giants. So I'll I'll say twenty-seven twenty. But I think the Packers. I don't think the Packers are going to have a problem winning this. I think the Giants will just get like a late score, trying on side that won't work, stuff like that. I don't think it'll be a sweated out type of situation, down to the wire situation. I, I think the Packers, as much as. They've been in some uncomfortable close games last week. They're, it's going to wake them up a bit. I think they're ready to take charge in this one and get up early and win this game. And 27-20 is my, my, my score. You know, this is the interesting thing about this. This is Of, of all the games in London, this, and I'm sure a lot of people out there know, this is the first time 
that there have been two winning teams going up against each other over there. And really? I'm very intrigued yeah. by this. Mm-hmm. Yes, first time. First time ever you've had two 500. First time it's because they always put nobody teams. wanted to go, I get except it. for the teams that sucked Jaguars, and want the exposure. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reason the Jaguars started is because they thought, you know, create a new fan base, all those sorts of things. And, you know, so I, I get all that. But I think this is going to be an ugly game again. For whatever reason, I just think it's going to be an ugly game. I'm going to say Packers 20, Giants 14. 20 to 14. I think the yeah. Packers win. I, like but I think it's going to be one of those ugly ones. I really do. So I you're, do. You're saying it's going to be a a hot show on Packers OT with Drew Olsen and Bill Schmidt. <laughs> I think they'll have a lot to discuss. Okay. Let's put it there. I think they'll have a lot to discuss. But it's still a Packers win. You know what, though? Still Regardless of location and all the pomp and circumstance with this, if they come out and play poorly butchy like you're suggesting, um, you're five games into the season at this point, right? And have you impressed? Yeah. If that defense... I, mean, you're, you're, I still think you're 4-1, and one, yeah. though, right? You're still 4-1. and one. And and like the Eagles, I've said, I don't believe in the Eagles. I think there's a lot of people that are going to say they don't believe in the Packers. That being said, the record is still what they are. You have to win games. That's what they're doing. I think that's what they're going to do Sunday. We'll talk more about that when we come back here on 9 New. If any, so need to program terms. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP bonus points for details. Now through 1028. Here's a uh, little-known fact by you two. My mom was the president of her Beatles fan club, and she actually saw the Beatles in concert, I believe, twice. That's a big deal. Yeah, because it you know it was hard wow. to see that back you know back then. And so I said to my mom, I said, "What do you remember?" She goes, "Screaming." That's, That's all, all we was. did. I said, "So what did they sound like?" She goes, uh, "We couldn't hear them. No. All we did was scream for." 90 minutes just non-stop they played it in milwaukee in the in whenever that was i can't remember I think, now i think 70s? i think she's not the 70s they were done by then um i think oh, okay. yeah i think they she saw them in chicago and i maybe milwaukee if they ever played here they did play here they played at the arena and and their claim to fame was and then she oof. was at that show well when the dorm i lived in at, at Marquette, the claim to fame was that the Beatles stayed there. It used to be a hotel. Right. And when they played their concert, they stayed on that floor. And I used to tell that because I was an RA, you know. I would tell all the people, all the kids that moved in. I was like the tour guide, like like Kuhn is yeah. today at Westminster yeah. Abbey. Yeah, that's right. Here, here's the thing. You guys are talking about the old school? Yes. I'm just teasing this dive bar at 1120. Johnny Cash played at this bar that I, t- that I visited. He played at that bar. What do you mean he played Absolutely. at the bar? I don't believe it until you tell me this. I, I got to hear the oh, story. Yeah. Okay, oh, I, yeah. I can't wait to hear this. Uh, let, listen, I didn't catch it live last night. Um, I listened to a lot of it this morning. Um, yesterday, Mike Heller, filling in from Matt, um, sat down with Jim Leonard. And I thought it was really interesting just Jimmy talking about what happened when they found out about Paul Christ and players' reactions and stuff like that. And... I came away very impressed. I mean, I've, we're, I mean, we're all impressed with Jimmy what he's been able to do as a as a coach at Wisconsin. But um, he said Sunday he told the players to go home. 
Just go home. For sure. Just go home and deal with your emotions. But he reminded them, you come back here on Monday, and I'll have a message on how we're going to move forward. And remember, it wasn't like he was in, you know, as he said, I, I wasn't in the loop on this. Mm-hmm. I said, none of us were. We found out, like everybody else did late that afternoon, that they're going to make this change. And they offered me the opportunity, and I said, yeah. And the other thing that I took away from it was that he said he was very excited about the opportunity. He was excited about the opportunity to lead this team and to lead this program, which, you know, from a Badger fan standpoint, it's very encouraging. He said, listen, I, I, I could have been elsewhere, and I turned it down. He said, I enjoy coaching at Wisconsin. You know, and I think in Jim's case, it wasn't a situation where right now he was looking for other opportunities. If they presented themselves, you'd have to consider that. I mean, what you, you've done that. I've done that in our respective mm-hmm. careers. But, you know, Jim's a small-town Wisconsin guy. And, you know, it's it's not a money well, I think thing. there's because, a loyalty there. Yeah. Because it shaped the – he's said this numerous times, Tim, right? It shaped the person that he, he, right. that he is today. Well, and, and that's one of the things that only you can subscribe to. Yeah. Is that you I'm, live what Jim Leonard did. I mean, you guys are both homegrown talent that achieve success at a high level. But there's that strong loyalty there to the UW because you both feel, I'm sure, that if it wasn't for your experiences at the UW and what you did and taking advantage of the opportunities, what came after probably would have never happened. Yeah, I'm not doing a radio show right now. I'm not working for the Big Ten Network. I'm not doing the things that I'm doing. Um, for that, That's much longer than my five years at Wisconsin. Uh, and I, I'm different than most. Like, I, I'm just, I just damn, I'm, I'm very, I'm simple. Um, I'm simple and I'm honest. I'm not going to try to do, you know, put on an act to make, you know, there, there people I played with did that. And I've spoken on this radio show about some of those people. Um, I, I just never bought into it. Um, I just, it just wasn't what I was about. It really isn't what I'm about now. Um, you know, we, I've, <laughs> Nooners, you've been, and I, I've done this a lot this week, but it just, it's been one of those where like, News, you've been through a lot. You've heard a lot over the last year and a half. Last year and a half has been crazy. Um, but that, but it's also started with when you didn't hear it at, at Wisconsin. There's been things that I did, didn't do all those sorts, sorts of things. So um, I just, I think Jimmy understands that this is simple. And what I mean simple is you, you work, you put the best product out there, and the rest of it will, will follow you. If you just do it the right way and stay disciplined with this, it'll follow you. And I love that with the kids. I've been overseas a couple of times. Coaches have been fired. Um, I've had disagreements with coaches where we sat down and had conversations. The best move was to send the kids home. That that was the only move. That's that's you know that was the only yeah. move. But you know what? That's 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 an insight into leadership, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's the only move. Right. Like the only move. Go home, regroup, and now let's just let let's let's figure this out. It was it come was, back. And let's move forward. I don't know if you guys saw it, but the UW have been putting out uh, some videos this week about this team at practice. And one of the things that they that they highlighted during an excerpt from practice was that Jim said out loud, we need to do this for us, we need to do this for Coach Christ. I think this team is going to ride emotion heavy yeah. in the Northwestern. And, I, and yeah. I expect them to win. I said this with Zabe. I expect them to win this game by 10-plus. Yeah. What, what, I'm gonna, what I'm waiting to see is what team shows up in Michigan State. Because this team has had so much emotion. <laughs> I mean, you're yeah. talking about riding a roller coaster. Yeah. We've talked about the age. These are not we we talked about the, the Brewers and the and the and, and the age here between these two guys. Yeah. Or between these two groups dealing with adversity. 
I mean, there's not enough life experiences here for most of these guys. No, no. So, and the other thing we'll find out, and I, I, I don't want to credit someone that doesn't deserve credit for this, but in reading so much about this, someone said, "Well, we'll find out. Maybe this team is just not very good." I, I, that's been the problem, you know. And, and, that, I mean, and, that's, and, been and the that's the problem. thing is that maybe just this is a year where this crew, this group coaching. of guys. <laughs> You know, just aren't very good. It feels now, maybe like that's this, a cre- maybe that maybe you get some lightning in the bottle, right? Where you get you know things start to click, and those not last year. Look at the run they ran; they put together at the end of the year. Yeah, right. But they, but they still lost to Minnesota at Correct. the end of the year, and, and they had everything on the table. Everything they yep. lost, they earned back, and they blew it. Yeah, but don't you feel like that's a conclusion a lot of fans are not willing to accept? Correct. That it must be something else besides this team just can't. Not I mean, be, and we don't know yet, but yeah. it's the same with the pet Brewers too. And it's like sometimes you're just not that good, yeah. right? I mean, this that's is my last. Th- th- this is the last take because we'll have a game to talk about. We'll talk yeah. about what Jimmy did in the game, right? We'll have this. This is my last take on this. In sports talk radio and what we do, we have opinions. We don't know what happened. There's two people and then probably a third with Jimmy once that meeting was over with and he was invited in that knows what happened in that room and why this really played out the way it played out. That's the reality. And I hope that doesn't get out. I don't think it will with Mac. I don't think it will with Paul Christ. I don't think either one of those will share that. And our job is to kind of look at it, give our opinions. And I don't care what anybody says on Sports Talk Radio. Whoa, whoa, we whoa, don't whoa, whoa, know. Whoa, whoa, we whoa, won't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm looking at the photos you just posted of your dive bar review. Yes. Well, they're up there. Wait a minute. This place has got a ballroom? Yeah. Well, wait, Tim. We we got. Uh, wait a minute. You you got you got thrown under the bus, and they still will not forgive they you won't forgive me. for going to a dive bar that had indoor volleyball courts. Which, by the way, you go to a ball ballroom. It's got Tim, a ballroom. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Now that's part of the story, Tim. Yeah. When you do, when you are the dive bar king, yeah, you go where the story yeah. is told. By the way, yesterday was double bubble all day long. Ooh, that's bad. This is All not day the, long. Okay, this is not the dive not bar review. Not just at one location either. Dive bar review is in 20 not minutes. Not at one location. Well, don't put up the pictures this early. I yeah. had to put one them location. up early to get us ready for the segment, okay? Double bubble was not at one location. So that being said, we'll get that. But first, we've got You Better, You Better, You Bet. Then we've got the dive bar by the king of dive bars. I'll close with this about Wisconsin. and I mean proclaimed I, no, I served, no, 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 no. You were trying to be Switzerland earlier, and I finally got an answer. Boss man says I am too. I'll say this. Nobody knows what happens in that room. I just hope that it's the best thing for the program. I hope it's the best thing moving forward. And I hope when you look at it together, they found a way to kind of make it all work and, and, and find a way for these kids to have a successful you know time at Wisconsin. That's what it's about. I think they'll win some games because I think it's a rally cry, and, and, and they'll improve their play. And I think that's how you kind of start this whole thing moving forward. Coming up next here on 9 to Noon, you better, you better, you bet. Make sure you have to talk or you have to text in the Pella WI Talk and Text Line, 414-799-1973. Get your text in for you better, you better, you bet. That's what we're going to go off of all that. And WFM Milwaukee, 97.3 The Game. This is 9 to Noon with John Coon. You know, I hope they don't have to go to John Coon either, but I'd sure like to see what he's capable of doing. And big sexy Brian Butch. You want to give all the love to the quarterback. I thought you said you were a fullback. Tap the guys on the PellaWI.com talk and text line at 414-799-1973.
Tweet at CoonJ30 and at Brian underscore Butch. 9 to Noon is brought to you by Palermo's. When you want pizza, you want Palermo's. Made right here in Wisconsin for over 55 years. Palermo's delicious brands of frozen pizza include Primo Finn, Palermo's Neighborhood Pizzeria, Connie's, Urban Pie, and Screamin' Sicilian. Palermo's, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Welcome to 9 to Noon. She has a shaker Welcome into hour number three of Nine and Noon. We are one hour away from our weekend. Now, normally I'd say it's our weekend that we, we can are. relax, but but Speak well, from we, our weekend, Ar- Armin and I, we just pick up speed when the weekend hits. I, I, that's where I, that's where I was Saturday going. My Saturday was Wednesday. I was gonna say that's where I'm going with this because I think when I look at this, I might be doing the show with two of the hardest working guys. In the radio business. Now, normally, weekends come, you sit back, you relax, you figure out what you've got to do. Not with you guys. Not with you guys. you got Badger football, 2.30 kickoff. We'll be interested mm-hmm. to see how that goes against Northwestern. There'll be a lot of reaction to that. Tim, you'll be on the post game for that. Armin, you're in the house making sure everything goes smooth. And then you guys turn around and get up at 3.30 a.m., get ready for the Packer game. You talk about a little bit of a run you guys got going. My goodness. We start with uh, here in Milwaukee in the flagship. We start with our Packers pregame programming at 4 a.m. on Sunday morning. 4 a.m. you guys go. Okay, so tell me about the pregame. I know we're the home of the Green Bay Packers, but it starts before that. Give me the breakdown. Doug Doug Russell has his show. Doug Russell has his show from 4 to 5. So if you're in the Milwaukee area, if you want to listen and you want Packers, on the Mm 97.3, if you want Packers, we have you covered. We're going to start with Doug Russell. Tim, tell me the whole schedule. If you want to prep, if you're out there doing stuff, what and how do they, and and what can they listen to and how well, can they listen 4 to 4 a.m. we get up bright and early with Doug Russell then uh Josh slides in with Packers everywhere at 5 and then we have a cavalcade of stars Dennis Krause and Mike Heller will anchor things here at 6 on the Packers radio network and many other stations across the state that are part of our game network are part of that as well uh James Jones and Wes Hodkowitz are in London they'll be checking in with London as will Wayne and Larry uh, kickoff at 8.30, we roll through, and then as we get things done, uh, pa- Packers OT with Billy and Drew, yep. and we'll roll throughout that. Um, we designed a little menu behind the scenes here. Cousins always helps us out on game days, don't they, Armin? Yeah, all the time. Cousins. Is and Palermo's great. as well. Palermo's and Cousins. Cook so those up as well. I, I checked the freezer before I came in. <clears throat> we have some breakfast pizza. They are. They were, I, fired James, one up, I fired one up last Sunday. James loaded some up. You did, yeah. and it was delicious, and James loaded up some more. Although, right away when he put them in, did you know someone swiped, took one right away? Yeah. And he was trying to figure out who. So, somebody's aware that whenever those Palermo's pizzas get in the freezer, it's like yeah. someone's you know sneaking around getting those. So we have that. And then um, <clears throat> I'm bringing in the grill, Butchie. Oh, I like it. I'm bringing in the grill, yep. We're going to do a little tailgate action about uh, halftime, uh, early third quarter. We'll feed the folks here, and then we'll sleep for three days afterwards. Yeah, Tim's grilling. It's, I'm a little I was just going to say, you grill, guys, yep. oof, it is good, good it's luck. It's a labor of a love. Good, That's what it, it, it is. It is a say, labor yeah, of love. Exactly. And and I hope I hope the Packers give us something great to talk about. We'll get to that. But we're going to get to You Better You Bet right now. Great British band, aren't they? Are they? Oh yeah, no, who? Of course. Come on! You better, you better, you better, you 
<laughs> don't steal mine. You don't like that? That's, that's, that's the best. That's place. my space. You're better. You're better. You're better. It's your life. Oh, my gosh. What? Just all the singing and falsettos and octave changing. I'm pretty impressed with everybody right. right now. And I forgot the Who, of course, is another British band. There's a lot more than you realize. One of the greatest British bands of all time. I'm looking for more British pop they acts. are the greatest. Band. Well, you know what? Led Zeppelin is Rolling Stones, Tim? Come on, uh, they're the greatest. Who's the one? Harry Styles. One Direction. There one you direction. go. There's, there's more current for you, right? Oh, I'm gonna find, I don't think I'm going to bump uh, One Direction, though. Sam we're Smith, not, but, you, but you would love one direction not. bump. <laughs> we're not. We're not at all. What about um, Sam Smith? What's the other guy I'm thinking of? Uh, Ed Sheeran. <clears throat> Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Ed Sheeran. Yeah, we're, we're not. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's not my job to run the music, so you roll yeah. with what you want to roll with, Armin. I'm on, I'm on board with whatever is, you feel is, is appropriate. Is, is Jet from Great Britain? Jet? I don't yeah, think so. Jet. Jet. Yeah. I don't even know what Jet is. Yeah, you do. Oh, they're Australian. They're Australian. We're going off the Pell WI talking text line, and we're picking George from Rapids. That's right. And he's got Seattle to cover New Orleans. Winston going to get smoked. Wait, we're going right into the picks? Okay, go in. I'm going right into his picks, yep. Seattle covering the Saints will be bird <laughs> seed. What's the number on that foot? Seattle. <laughs> Seattle's plus five and a half. Plus five There's, and a half. George from the Rapids is taking a boatload of wood right now. All right. There's a lot of wood. He's taking all of the wood. Okay. So he's got Seattle plus five. But he's and a half. getting wood. He's getting wood. Getting yeah. wood. Getting. He's getting the five and a half. And wait till you hear his next one. Pit to cover Buffalo. Don't need the steel curtain. Just steal enough wood. <laughs> That is a 14-point. 14 14 how, how, how are the Buffalo Bills, with all those injuries we talked about, how are they 14-point favorites? Because they're playing the Steelers. Because they have no quarterback? I think that's Kenny part Pickett of it, Tim. Time. I think it's the Bills. But I also think they're the home? Bills, it, it, it could be a close game because Buffalo has just not been the same the last couple weeks. They've won. Yeah. This last week they, they won. won. Yeah. We'll see. They didn't beat Miami. I mean, Atlanta to cover Tampa Bay. I'll take a bird flying over a pirate trip, dropping enough to cover the deck. That's pretty funny, Really George. good, George. Really good. Atlanta getting nine and a half, plus nine and a half for Atlanta. This is the opposite so of yesterday. Far we've got, so far, we've got, when you look at this, 28 and I've a half got points 20, of, yeah, how many? Yeah, already in yeah. three games. All, already. All already. dogs. Like yesterday, it was all, all favorites. Yep. Yeah. All right, next one. Los Angeles... Chargers over Cleveland. Horses always drop brown stuff in quantity. This is his lock, by the way. Say it his again. lock. Horses right. always. This is his lock. Yes. Yes. Chargers minus two and a half. Chargers minus two. First favorite he picked. Okay. And cards over Philly. The little birds always harass the big birds. The birds of prey in nature. Excuse me. Is that true? Cards are getting five and a half. They're five and a half. Interesting. So when okay. you look at this, it's very interesting. When you look at this, it's almost 30 points of wood. Yeah, it is almost a lot. 30 yeah. points of wood. It's unbelievable when you look at this. I don't know if I can make that much. I mean, it's 25. Ooh, it's almost 20 to 30 points of wood that George from the Rapids has. It's interesting. It's a philosophy. We'll see if it works. Our picks now, Tim. 
First, I'm going to start off Titans minus one and a half. I like the Titans in this game. I think it's a game that they need to get right. Derrick Henry, I think, is going to run the ball a lot. They know they need to do that to win the game. Wide receivers, they don't have any of them. um, Their first-round draft pick, he's out. Uh, on the IR, I believe, or at least for for out for a while here. Um, I, you know, Robert Woods. I get that. I just don't know where they're going to go. Uh, it's going to be a Derrick Henry game. So you got Titans minus one and a half. Yeah, Titans minus one and a half. All right, next Butch. Or are you going to go? Or are you going with Tim? I was. We were going to alternate. Tim, who do you got? But otherwise, right. I can run all five. Okay, so George loved the Steelers and the Bills, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I like the Steelers in this game. I like the okay. Steelers in this game. I think the Steelers will cover this. Um, I think Kenny Pickett will bring a new dimension to the offense. Remember, he was inserted last week when Trubisky yeah. sucked again. He's got a full week of practice. The Bills are a beaten-up, banged-up bunch. Steelers may not win this game, Butchie, but they will cover. Okay, I like that. I'm going to stay away from it, but I like that. I'm going to go Dolphins-Jets with this game. I think Dolphins right now minus three and a half, even though no two. Give me Teddy two gloves, and I'm all good for this. They've still got the weapons on the outside. Teddy two gloves with the win. This is also my lock. Dolphins minus three and a half. Seahawks and Saints. I want to go there. Seattle on the road in New Orleans. Saints are a five and a half point favorite at home. Go with the Seahawks, Butchie. Geno Smith, baby. Geno Smith is for real. Yeah, playing right. better than Russell Wilson right now. There's too much Geno Smith love around this part. I'm telling you, this this is my lock. Wow. This is my lock. I say the okay. Seahawks not only cover, but they win this game outright. Put it outright down, Armin, now. I'm putting it down All as a right. lock. I just, wow. I'm jumping next, Ravens-Bengals. I don't love this game. I'm going to try to not pick it, but then I looked at how much wood was uh, all over this board, and I said I gotta go with one. I'm gonna go Ravens minus three and a half, or I've got it, sorry, Ravens minus three is what I have right now yep. uh, on BetMGM. I'm gonna go Ravens minus three. I just think after the way they lost, the issue they had on the sideline, uh, Jim Harbaugh is, is kind of one of those deals. Lamar Jackson's playing at an ultra um, level right now, MVP level. I'm gonna go with him. Joe Burrow, can't. no one can protect him. That's the problem there. Um, so I'm going to go Ravens minus three. You know, since I'm gambling with Coons money, so I'll just I'll just go out on a limb again. Um, I think. I mean, think about this: the Vikings, clank clank, are away from being a what two and two football team. Yeah, I don't think the Minnesota Vikings are as good. I don't think they're real at three and one. Although they're playing at home, and I know they host the Bears. And going to the line, I'm looking at their what seven and a half point favorites. Seven and a hook. Yeah. Okay, I'm taking the Bears to cover in this game. Bears will All cover right. in this game. Seven? Yes. Bears will cover in this game. Okay, Butch. Right. I like pick. that. Give me, give me 49ers minus six and a half. 49ers minus six and a half. I don't trust the Panthers at all. I think that 49ers defense is really good. I think there's going to be a defensive touchdown scored by the 49ers in this game. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to give the game away. And then you got Debo Samuel. Yeah. Obviously, get him the ball, get out of the way. I think it's 49ers, and I think they cover the six and a half. A little nervous about the trip over to Carolina. That being said, I'll still ride with it. Tim, your fourth pick. You've talked about big wood games today, or this weekend. One of the bigger wood games is what? Tampa Bay and Atlanta, right? Yes. Buccaneers at home, favored by 10 points. Atlanta Falcons, they're one of the biggest frauds in the NFL. They shouldn't have won last week, but they did. Um, I think Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. Are they a fraud? No. I'm saying Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay, his head is clear. Oh, the skies have wow. opened up. Oh, the the burden, the backstory is now he can focus on football. 
That wouldn't be the Tom best story that's happened to uh, Rodgers. Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they cover easily at home much. against the Atlanta easily. Falcons. My la- my easily last at home that, against the Atlanta ten, ten points? Yes. Easily nine and a half. half. I got nine and a half. Nine, nine, and, a half. nine and a half. I got ten. Go ahead. My last pick, I'm going with the Browns. MGM. I'm going with the Browns a whole bunch. I felt like they absolutely gave one away last year. I'll take the Browns plus the two and a half against the Chargers. This might be the last time I take them. But I'm going to roll one more time with the Brownies. Richie, I got to go with what I said when I gave the points earlier today. Yeah, I go with the Green Bay Packers. I believe right. this is the game where it all comes together. We we talked about the, the down three wide receivers. We saw everybody that's going to play this weekend for the Green Bay Packers. I got to feel that the Packers are going to easily cover the spread. It's going to be a joyous celebration in London. Pub glasses, pint glasses will be hoisted. Warm Guinness will be showered throughout the city. Warm fish? Well, that's generally how you drink Guinness. Oh, I didn't you? know Warm? that. Or is Guinness more Ireland? I don't know. No idea. We wouldn't, we wouldn't know. None of us are Yeah, there. we're not in London. So if I pick I the wrong I... beer, sorry. Packers win. Cover this easily. What did I say? The fun? What was my score? 35-17? Yeah, thirty-five, Packers. seventeen. Yeah, Packers so. to cover the. Uh, cover. Well, I'll take eight, five, eight. seventeen. Yeah. You got I got them. I got them at eight. So, Packers. That wraps cover. up. You better. You better. You bet. The picks are in. We are locked and loaded. And coming up next, we've got a fullback dive bar review. Oh boy! And yes, double bubble all day long, but at two different locations. I'll ball. fill you in. Plus ball. Johnny Cash, Louis Armstrong. Everybody's Louis. been to this. Oh yeah, Louis. Louis Armstrong Louis? played there. Nah. Yes. Satchmo. Satchmo played there. It's not a joke. I know uh, this. You guys, I am the king for a reason. All of this I double bubble all hall. day at two different locations. <laughs> I'll fill you in on the dive bar. Plus, there's a meat market involved. There's pictures involved. You can't go wrong. Fullback dive bar coming up next. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. 97.3 The Game. We got winners. We got it's our fullback dive bar review. And I found a gem. Shouldn't surprise anybody, but I did. This bar starts off this way. It started off. Now, it's not in the same location where this started off. Well, it started off with you grabbing the Miller High Life, the champagne of beers, right, Butch? It, it, it did. It did. Of course, the presenting and, sponsor of Dive Bar Review. Welcome to the and, High Life. Plug the sponsor, well, and, please. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get there. I know. I just want. I was yeah. just curious okay. because that's how it started. Because I introduced some people to the Miller High Life. I know. I see the picture. Beers. I see the welcome, picture. Welcome to the High Life. To that, to that wonderful High Life. Because they had that unique. Bottle, and I did. Right now, I'll say this: the reason I didn't go there quite yet is because of this. I think my mom and dad had the High Life. Uh-oh. Because, man, we opened up, the one of the doors opened up, and it was a smell of, whoo that green stuff Drew likes. Let's just put it that way. In the bar? My man and mom said, what in the world is going on? Not in the bar, on the outside part of it. And everybody laughed. In the smoker's that's lounge. Not, in the smoker's lounge. But that's not the story of the bar. Let me get oh, to the story of the bar. This? Yeah, that's oh. well. 
And everybody laughed like, what in the world is going on? It was a little bit out of place. But, hey, it was double bubble all, all right. day mm. at Rella. At Rella. However, though, however, Rella's I'm going to go back Manasha. and I'm going to start at the beginning of this. In Menasha, Wisconsin, Charlie Maloney managed 15 ballrooms in his 92 years on this earth. Okay. And I'm going to read this. I'm getting this from the uh, from the Menasha Historical Society because this is the backstory that everyone told me. And the Historical Society went that deep for research here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and not because of me, because Cheryl, who's been there for 18 years and is the manager, okay. broke this out to me and gave it all to me without even looking at it. She goes, you know what? The better option, because I'm like, can you give me some insight? She goes, well, the better option is, here, look at this. This is kind of what we found, but I'll give you what I know, okay? So she gave me all of it. She got me on the phone with Kim, the owner. She explained everything to me. This bar has been around for a very long time, the the base of it, the core of it, the history of it. And Kim wanted to make sure that the history of Cinderella existed. And why would you do that? Because this is a staple of the Fox Cities. This bar, Cinderella, opened up on September 27th, 1925. Wow. 25. 1925 at 2215 South on Street. Not the same location it is. Right, okay. But 2215 South on Street, which now is Nemus Meat Market. So if you know, if you're in the Fox Valley, that's where this bar started off with. Okay, And, and, it, was, and it was called Cinderella's when it started. Cinderella's right now. It's called Rel, but it's Cinderella, Cinderella Ballroom. <coughs> so, me. so you went to a ballroom? No, it opened no. as a ballroom. It opened up <laughs> as a ballroom. Right? I, now I understand. The what's foyer going on. was lit yeah. by ninety electric lights. The entry had refreshment stand and coat check rooms with a ten foot wide uh, promenade leading to a massive maple floor that offered the best dancing and roller skating surface in the area. Now I was talking. To the bar, to the bartenders, and they said, "This is history. This is emoji this is stuff. Where, yeah, this is where Viola and Amel, my grandparents, met. Like th- this is where people met. They said, this is where this is the, the core of the Fox Valley had started. You know where what? the offsprings were thought of. You know what? You so, said Cinderella it, it, Ballroom. I love this. Actually, the reason it's so the Fox funny. Valley is what it is it's because of this place. It's because of this place. That's what I was told. When you'd ask a nice girl, she'd like to do a rumba. Here's, here's, and that's where they'd go. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing, and, and Butchie's spot on with this, okay? My hometown is, or my parents' hometown is unincorporated, okay? But in that town, there's a place called the Moonlight Pavilion. Yes. And it is a huge ballroom. This might have been where Heller actually was thought of. <laughs> wow, way back. This might was suggested. back to that. Or I is... might have to ask Mike Heller let's, if this let's, is let's where he was to, Let's of. go to the Studebaker on the parking lot. This <laughs> might be. Uh, I'm going to have, when we jump on with Heller, I'm going to have to ask him about this, because this might fit. Okay. That being right. said, live entertainment was, it is, it was the pinnacle of its success. Among the big-name bands who's, were, who ran through this, this wonderful Cinderella ballroom, Tommy Dorsey. Cabe Calloway, Duke Ellington, Guy Lombardo, and then a fire. De- the fire destroyed a third of the building oh, in the no. early 1950s. Does it seem like that's it always was, a story? These ballrooms. Yeah, they yes. have good you fire safety. Why it, it was always- rebuilt, yes. and a new era of artists were ushered in. That includes Lawrence Welk, 
the Everly Brothers, Johnny Cash, <laughs> a new wave, and Louis Armstrong, <laughs> Louis Armstrong, right? Satchmo. Some of the premier polka Hello, bands. Darling. Some of the premier polka bands came through here. It will. It was believed that in Six Fat Dutchman. Well, let's okay. I'll, I'm, uh, yes, Six Fat Dutchman, Fra- Frankie uh, Yankovic, Dutchman Red Raven Orchestra, Six Fat Dutchman, Romy yeah. Goss Orchestra, and the Elvin Stichnitsky Band. The say the who? The Elvin Stichnitsky Band. <laughs> I'm sure I'm failing. getting it completely wrong. The right? greats, yeah. the four. It's the, unbelievable. All the legends of American <laughs> music. The, this is where and then it's Brian at. Butch. Yes, and Brian Butch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> This is great, actually. This is great. So, Butchie, Butchie of and the all Wandering the performances, Of all was, the performances, yeah. it was believed that the Jan Garber Orchestra, Baby Face slash I'll See You in My Dreams, drew the biggest crowd, numbering 2,200 paid customers in the mid-1930s. So when are we going to get to the dive bar Wait, part of this? Wait, did you say Baby Face This is there? all part of it. Not Baby Face. Not Baby Face. Not Baby Face that you know. Charlie passed away in 1981. His widow, Florence, and her heirs decided at this point the building needed to move over, right? So the 56-year-old dance hall was listed to Raleigh Winter Reality for 120000 and it moved. Now, the name Cinderella, however, was transformed to the new 80-foot-long, 45-foot-wide tavern. It is now. It had one jukebox. One of Charlie's sons, Eddie Maloney, was able to get it. Thought about building another ballroom, but the region of the dance halls was over. So you're saying Ten the, years, the clock finally struck midnight for Cinderella. It struck midnight. So this is, it did. It was done. That's good. Ten Come years on. later, ten years later, Maloney bought Joe oh, McGlynn's Cinderella, bar. yeah. All right. <laughs> you guys are nuts. Yeah. Let right. me finish the story for right, Kyle. I'm sorry. I'm ten sorry. Mike's later, off. I'm Mike's off. Ten years later, Joe bought McGlynn's bar and relocated to where it is at right now on Valley Road. Today, the building is called Rella and is owned and operated by Kim Hallbach. Okay, so now that's the backstory of what this bar is. That's an amazing backstory. Which is a, I mean, again, there's a reason. It's I a do piece what I of Menasha history. A piece of the Fox Valley history. This right. might be why we have Mike Heller on our airwaves. Without Cinderella Ballroom, there might have not been a Mike Heller. I mean, I'm I'm confident in saying that. Appleton native himself. I'm confident in saying there might never have been a Mike Keller had there not been a Cinderella. Let's just, let's just run off a uh, Tom Oates. I mean, we can just go on and on. We right? could go off. Go yeah. off this yeah. might. This is why. That being said, it's a great place. Cheryl's been a manager there for 18 years. She's been fantastic. It's in a spot where you walk in, and this is how I got there. I had to take a little little girl to school. So in between the two hours she was at school, I stopped by and did my dive bar with my parents. <laughs> Oh, you, that's you know, so, you know, there's, you can uh, call there, me a bad dad all you want. You know, there's, but I there's thought groups, this was a win. You know, there's groups that meet that discuss things like that. Brian Butch, I just want you to know that. Now we know well, why I, you had so much trouble on Wednesday mm-hmm. with the semi trucks and the trains and the. Oh cereal. no, this was on Thursday. This was yesterday. I went because you so, need to get to the bar. I'm with Eddie <laughs> from Stalis. Get to the review. Come on. So the review is simple. It was Let's go. Bubble all day Thursday. Three uh, three happy hours they got. This bar is open at 6 a.m. every single day, 365 days of the year. It is open and it's open at 6 a.m. They got three happy hours: six to nine, three to six, and nine to close. Kim, the hall, the owner of this, opened it up, <laughs> removed it. It was a house and a bar. It is now just a bar. They've got pool tables. They've got dart. They've got pull tabs. <laughs> they've got shake of the days. Not on Thursday, though, because Thursday is all day double bubble. All no day, shake of the day double. on Thursday? 
Because it's a double bubble all day. They're too busy. I rolled in uh, right now at okay. 1 o'clock. It was about 12.30 I rolled in. This place was packed. Absolutely packed. Kim purchased it in 2015. Again, I talk about 365 days. They are embedded in the community. They do a bunch of stuff with the Salvation Army. They do a bunch of stuff to make this thing as good as they can make it. I loved it. I walked in there with my parents, um, and it was just it was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. Now, I said double bubble. It works at two locations. Cult, uh, Kim also owns Plank Road in Menasha, right across from Tony's Bar. That's the other one she opens. You can do and bring your ticket. I'm lost. Plank Bar, Tony's, I'm and I'm lost. Rellas. So what are we reviewing Rellas. here? Rellas? And, and Edge Nitzke's no, orchestra. It's, it's Rellas. I'm just saying you can take the ticket from Double Bubble oh, and bring I it see. over to Plank Road. That's pretty good, actually. So it's not just a one-bar Double Bubble. It's a two-bar Double Bubble. Yeah. We've never had this before. Well, it's like when I went to Finn and Feather and you could get food over at the Flappers. I didn't want <laughs> that. So now let's I get, get down to the food. Only frozen pizza. It's not Palermo's. I'm going to have to downgrade a little bit for that. That They had that. They had a trip, chip tree. That was it. This is the thing that makes this place so, so special. Every walk of life will come in there, Kim says. And I said, Kim, thank you. That's what a dive bar should be. Whether it's me with my parents, whether it's the 6 a.m.ers that show up, I, there were people from all over that showed up to this bar. It is a piece of history. And to me, that's what I thought was so cool about this place. Again, do they have the double bubble? Do they have all that stuff? Yes. Do they have the games? Yes. Do they have the history? Absolutely. This is what I loved about Kim and the design of the bar. As you go to at 9 to noon on Twitter, <laughs> they've got little pictures of all of the Fox Valley. They've got pictures of the, of, of, of the people that played there. They've got pictures of... What the Fox Valley was before and where this was located. They embrace history with that. They yeah. embrace everything about this. I love this. that if tradition. You, so what's the, the scores? Fox, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just reading the talk and text line. Every, I can care less you're about getting the talk text line. I'm the king. Well, you're fine. Butch is going off uh, telling us about it. I mean, Ed Schnitzky's orchestra played there, Tim. Thank you. <laughs> Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash and little old Appleton. The only thing I mean, missing is the Kenosha kickers, okay? That's the only thing missing in this story. Everything else would have been there. I love that well, I'm sorry. I think it's great. So okay. I'm going to get to value and price. Value and price, Armin, you know how I do value and price. I don't know the price. If I threw money on the table and right. took off from it. That being said, I walked away with a lot of money. So price, I'm giving a 1.5. Um, yeah, no, you know I changed my mind. 1.75, double bubble all day. Price was great. 1.75. Locked right, in on that. All right. Food. Frozen pizza, that's it. I'm giving it a 1.0. Now, the frozen pizza was cooked to excellence. Yeah, I did, the, just, I did that I'm two weeks ago. Yep, same thing. I'm just yeah. giving it a 1 just because of that. Service, they didn't, two. They didn't serve Louis Armstrong pizza. I mean, come on, let's go. Louis you know? Armstrong exactly. pizza. But service, dinner there. service, too. Satchmo I sausage. talked to Kim, the owner. I talked to the barman. I'm goodness gracious. I'm forgetting her name now. I'm going to look it up in my notes real quick. Cheryl, I talked to her. Um, the bartender was fantastic, and I'm forgetting her name. She was great. I mean, you talk about a worker. Oh, you talk about some sweat equity. She was all over this bar. I mean, this bar was packed, guys, at 1230. Packed. She was working her tail off. Service, 2.0. Games and entertainment, they had the pull tabs. They had the pool table. They had the darts. They had all those sorts of things put together. I'm going to give it a 1.5. <laughs> What's up, Tim? 1.5, you said, Butch. I'm just keeping yes, score here. Don in Caledonia says, by the time Butchie finishes this review, Kuhn will be back from London. 
You know what? I'm done with it. Service atmosphere 2.0. And you know what, neuters? Y'all can pound sand for all I care. That's what I'm telling you. There you this go, This is a place of American, of American oh, history. Funny. It really this is. This is not just an Appleton history. Yeah, glory, uh, it is. Glory, Fox Valley glory, history? Hallelujah. No. This yeah. is history. This is absolutely history. Armin, I don't know what the score is. 8.25. That's a good score. 8.25 for Rella. 8.25 for Rella. I dropped the girl off at school and went to Rella and had a blast. 8.25 at Rella. And I found out the history. I found out why the Fox Valley has grown so much. It's about the Cinderella ballroom. It's where Mike Heller might have even been conceived. I don't know. Some but the, I know this. we got to ask Heller about it. Then Butchie, some of the Nooners want you to be the next co-host of Discover Wisconsin. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's great. Hey, you know one person I liked it? My dad. He said, best dive bar of you ever. Leon, thanks. Thank it's you, not Leon. mine, apparently. Not his own son's. Um, as much the, as your dad loves it, Eddie from Stavis hates it. But that's okay. Presented by, of course, Miller Highlight, the champagne of beers. Welcome to the Highlight. They might not want to. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, Butch, this actually, well, I did enjoy hearing about the history of this place. I did, too. You get, a place, cool. you get a place that had Louis Armstrong, Duke Ellington, all Johnny these Cash. Johnny Cash. The six fat Dutchman on yeah. it for Pete's sake. Of course. Polka. Du, 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 du. Polka. He talking about everything. It had it. It's the history. Six fat Dutchman. Did they do She's Too Fat for Me Polka? So we'll, talk, we'll ask Mike <laughs> next, <laughs> and we'll talk Packers. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All that coming up next year. We love you, Nooners. Get to where you're going. With erectile dysfunction? Visit parklakemedicalclinic.com for a special offer. 97.3 The Game. You went there. You want a British band. You went there. <laughs> <laughs> what I really, really want? I want, I want, I want, I want Cinderella Ballroom Dance. By the way, that was the best dive bar review I think we've ever had. I think the Nooners... Pretty much, just and you know what? Leave, leave, leave it to the guy who gave it to crown himself the champ. Congratulations, right. you are I the mean, best. Six weight, Brian Butch is the best. I mean, that's all I need to read. The rest of you go pound sand. Yeah, and then there's Axon Hartford says that pretty sure that Butchie's daughter is now old enough to be his designated driver after that marathon. Josh, yeah, you know what? Listen, you, you make a good point, Butch. A lot of reaction either way. You either loved it or you hated it. <laughs> and Eddie and Stalis, you know what? You might need a pitch clock. But guess what? Just like Major League Baseball pitchers, I don't pay attention to the, to the pitch clock. Uh, but when I pitch, it's going to be a strike, Eddie. Exactly. I think you have a good point there, Butch. I really do. Scott and Aaron, did they have a picture of Robert E. Lee on the wall? Jeez, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Pete in Lake Geneva, do you have the defibular... Defibular... Uh, I can't even say it today. <laughs> defibrillator. It's defibrillator. defibrillator. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, shock your heart back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get to you it. Just move As on. As we close up here at 9 to noon, we're going to give you the take of the day. It's brought to you by Quick Trip. Need something for dinner tonight? Don't cook. Stop by your local Quick Trip and pick up a freshly prepared and absolutely delicious take-home meal. Butch. Arm- what do you got for take of the day, bro? Take of the day. 
is uh, it's almost the end of the show. It's been two hours and 47 minutes, and you thought I wouldn't get it. You thought this would slide by without me catching it. No, 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 it hasn't. I've been waiting all day to demand an apology from you to Tim. And everybody who doubted Javon Carter, you cannot deny this man anymore. <laughs> it's five for six on three yesterday. Six for ten. Did you watch Javon Carter? You cannot deny him anymore. Javon Carter needs minutes in this rotation. He is the backup point guard for the Bucks team. I will not have it anymore. Javon Carter has earned his spot. You cannot deny him anymore. Javon Carter has earned his spot. This man was on fire yesterday. I gotta see it stateside. Oh yeah. Oh, make every excuse in the book. I'm just saying, I gotta see it stateside. That's all I said. Keep scrapping, Javon. You're gonna earn your spot. They cannot deny you at some point. Bud has to play you. You make him play you. Let's go, Javon. He's playing great ball. Five for six from three yesterday. I'm fired up about that. I'm fired we're up. Gonna, we're gonna bring this is in his Mike. I know. We're gonna bring in Mike Keller for the Mike Keller show. Mike, I talked about Cinderella Barroom. Do you, do you know Ballroom. where it's at? And, and can, can, do you have any stories? No. I, listen, I know oh. where it's at, South Oneida Street uh, yeah. in Appleton. But, I, I mean, I have more stories about the gem roller rink than I would have about the Cinderella Ballroom. That's right. It now, was a did your rink. Now, did your parents have bar? any stories at you the know, Cinderella Ballroom? It's a, it's a fair question to ask. I'd have to reach out to Bob and, and, and ask him if he'd been to the Cinderella Ballroom. My guess is, do, do you think they hosted weddings there at any point? Oh yeah! Oh sure, they did. Oh yeah! So yeah. I, I'm sure that you know that Bob and Shirley had some Cinderella ballroom experiences, uh, but I've never heard them. So uh, <laughs> now, right across the street, if you were really going to go dive bar, uh, Butchie, you should have gone to Stella's. Oh I, I, no, it's on the list still. Well, Trust me, I got to drop my daughter off every right. Thursday next week, next month. I'll drop her off at school about, and do another dive bar. Aren't we talking about right across the street, Stella's? We are. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Rellas and Stella's and fellas and is that what they're all named over there in the valley? That's what it all is. Yeah. Absolutely. Fellas, I'm gonna. That's the only name mine. Fellas, that's a great name for a when dive you bar. Open, when you open a dive bar, uh, Armin, I think that's a good. Yeah. That's a good name. Hey, Mike real, Mike, real quick, I, I said on the show today, I listened to uh, your conversation last night with uh, Jim Leonard. Well done, by the way. Thank you. And uh, I thought a couple of things, takeaways that I found interesting. Number one was that he said on Sunday, he told the guys to go home, which yeah. I thought was a, was, a, was a right thing to do. But, but he, when he sent them home, as you know, he said, when you come back on Monday, I'll have a message for you. And, you know, and, and then that struck me as a, as a real sign of leadership. And the other thing that really jumped out is he said, I'm excited about this. I, I want to lead this university, which, you know, I, I mean, from a fan standpoint, I know it's wait and see, but those are the things you want to hear from a guy that was thrust in a position that, you know, what, uh, 48 hours before he didn't expect he would be in. Yeah. And, you know, um, Barry Alvarez did a, a podcast with John Anderson, the, the ESPN anchor uh, that, that aired this week. And Barry made it very clear that Jimmy was offered, within the last year, a major Division One head coaching job. So a Power 5 college football coaching job that he turned down. We, it would have been pretty well chronicled that he turned down the Wisconsin, uh, the Packers defensive Packers. coordinator job. Yep. So he, he has wanted to stay in Madison. And the reason would be, I would think, would be for this opportunity. I don't think he wanted it to happen like it did, but it has. Um, and the other thing I'll be very curious about tonight when I arrive in Evanston at the team hotel 
is tonight's the first time that players have been with their families. You know, Friday night's kind of a family night. They hang out in the lobby. They have something to eat together. There are team meetings interspersed, but but a lot of the players are with their 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 parents, siblings, aunts, uncles, friends, hanging out in the lobby. Well, tonight will be the first time that they've seen them, um, other than the Madison-based families. So, and then tomorrow is tomorrow's a great unknown. I think it's a great unknown for all of us. There's no way to call this. Wisconsin's favored by ten points. I think that's silly. Uh, I, I look at this and go. I have no idea. I I have no idea. The Illinois game threw out any idea that I had, and then you change coaches, and I think there's an emotional kick. Yeah. But if it goes the wrong way on an emotional kick, that also works negatively. You know, okay, so the voice in the room, not changing anything. Nebraska, when they made the change, Nebraska got boat raced the next week. They also played Oklahoma, not Nebraska, though, right? No, I know Northwestern. A couple weeks. Sorry, Northwestern. Sorry. I I get it. Uh, But Northwestern, this is. I've been here too many times. Mm -hmm. I've been to Ryan Field too many times without good results. So I'm really interested. I'm excited about what's in front of us, but but I'm interested uh, because I don't know what tomorrow yields. No, Mike, I think that's the case, right? Like, I think that's all of us are kind of waiting to see. 2.30 is going to be very interesting. We'll listen to you before the game, uh, break it down, talk to some players, all those sorts of things as well. Uh, it should be an interesting couple of days here for Wisconsin sports fans. You look at this Wisconsin game Saturday, then you look at the Packer game, 8.30 kick. London doesn't do anything. Daniel Jones is going to play, it sounds like. But not many other Giants. Uh, that wide receiver core is depleted, to say the least. Uh, it'll be an interesting weekend for sure. Mike, you've got him covered with the Mike Heller Show, followed by Drew and KB. If you missed anything, you can listen on the iHeart app. We'll be back with you on Monday. It's me, Armin, and Tim to break down the whole weekend. Packers Northwestern, or excuse me, Badgers Northwestern, Packers Giants. Thanks for listening. I knew. Oh my-